Are we recording? Yes. Okay, beautiful. Okay. So this, Natasha, thank you so much for your patience with me today in trying to get this this done. No, you're totally um, fine. We, we tried recording earlier and my internet kept cutting out and we were trying to record it over Zoom and it was just... I also hadn't eaten in like 17 hours because I'm doing intermittent <laughs> fasting and I like could not function. So it's we horrible. Just... And it, like email notifications come in and then you just. Yeah, exactly. It's too much. I'm it's it's overwhelming <laughs> and on an empty stomach nonetheless. Oh, man. Um, I know. But anyway, this is scary stories to tell when you're bored. This is what the fo- fourth episode, I think. Um, yeah, I believe Woo-hoo. so. Lucky and number four. Lucky number four, as they say. Um, Natasha was my guest on the last one, and I thought that we had been to the Roosevelt together, but we (laughs) had not. So uh, we're going to do the Roosevelt anyway today, and then we're going to do the comedy store, which apparently is extremely haunted, and I had no idea. Um, And then if if Neil Nanda's around, have him pop on in. He's playing video games in the corner right now. Is he standing up playing 2K? He is. No, he's that standing up most- playing the um, one that Marissa got him hooked on, the Tony Hawk game. Oh, yeah. I'm really mad at Marissa I love for how that. he just stands and he does. I know. Yeah. It's okay. It it takes over her boyfriend, too. He's so. literally number 170 in the world now on some level. I don't, I don't know, but that's, it's quite an accomplishment. That is quite an accomplishment because that, you know. Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> Did he just say it is? He, he did just yell it is, yes. And it is. Well, he's not wrong. He's Be not proud, wrong. Neil. Yeah, he's proud. He's proud. Okay, perfect. Um, All right, so I guess, well, how are you doing? Let's do a quick little, uh, how's I'm, your day? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I am excited to do this again because I have never stayed at the Roosevelt, but I have been there a couple times. And I'm going to make Neil tell his Taylor Lautner story um please yes in the bowling alley (laughs) for i'll wait for you to do your (laughs) i'll wait for you to do your thing um and then i'll make him come in and tell it but uh yeah no i'm i'm all right i'm hanging in there um but i mean nobody ever asks you nobody ever asks you on your own podcast how you're doing so how are you doing you're so kind i am good other than today i feel like my brain has been kind of mush and i've been like i'm driving out to california to visit slash start my move back so I'm like I don't know I've been overwhelmed with getting stuff like ready to go and doing laundry and trying to do this and just yeah because if you forget something you can't just like turn around yeah it sucks and I don't know I just it's like one of those days where I feel like I haven't woken up yet you know what I mean I was reading something too about um, pandemic brain fog uh lately and uh yeah I feel like you know the new year we got it was like okay yay it's gonna be a new year and then like I don't know it was like blue balled because it's not a new year it's the exact same very yeah I will say it feels better like obviously we're not done with this but at least it's only going to get better from now on you know yeah it's just like okay I'm done with waiting for it to get better oh my god I know it's I'm so I'm so over this (laughs) (laughs) well Okay, let's get well, into let's it i'm excited get for get started yeah and i um before we were recording rachel was telling me about some uh inconsistencies in the story so i'm excited to hear all these different sides 
Yeah, so there are some different... I mean, like, you, why can't you get a ghost outfit straight? I don't understand. You know, does she have a wardrobe change? I don't fucking know. Yeah, if you're going to um, report also, a ghost, you need to know what you're talking about. Get the outfit right. We need these details, and we need them to be accurate. Please. Please. Okay, so we're going to start with the Roosevelt. Um, do a little history. You know the drill by now. Um, big surprise, named after President Theodore Roosevelt. Bet you couldn't have guessed that one. Mm. <laughs> um <laughs> shocking i actually didn't Um, know that i actually when you first said that this morning i was like really but yeah (laughs) yeah well good okay sorry to be sarcastic to you no you're fine i'll I'll take the l on that okay take the l um (laughs) (laughs) it opened may 15th in 1927 in its spanish colonial revival style uh 12 stories 300 rooms it cost uh at the time 2.5 million dollars which converted into today in into today's money is 37 million dollars um which is is that the norm i feel like that's a lot because that hotel's not that big i feel um i think it was probably like location wise yeah it is smacked up is it on hollywood yeah it's right on hollywood Hollywood, right and it's like yeah it's right on hollywood and it's like right across from the chinese theater which like i mean at the time also was poppin um and very historically relevant um but yeah i mean it also like i guess you're gonna say this but it's not the biggest hotel yeah it's not it's um i mean it's it's a hotel you know it's not like a sprawling like grand what's the word resort but it's nice i guess (laughs) i mean it is nice i guess (laughs) i guess no it is it is really nice um so there's two banquet rooms, which were the home of the two first Academy Awards, which is cool and also relevant to the whole. I at first I was mistaking. Natasha knows this brain fart that I just had. I was thinking movie premiere at the Chinese Theater and then party at the banquet room, but that's not the case. They're you know just the just the awards, just <laughs> the fucking awards. Um, yeah. So it like the Coronado, there have been many famous people to stay there. There's Marilyn Monroe, which I think is the most famous, and she's pretty relevant to this story. Clark Gable, Charlie Chapman, just a bunch of the Hollywood A-list Hollywood icons, classic. The icons, exactly. Um, Marilyn Monroe actually lived here for two years at the beginning of her career, and it is rumored that her first ever photo shoot for a magazine uh, happened at the pool. So I'm going to have to find these pictures because that would be cool to see. Like, it was before she was a big old star, too. So mm-hmm. see how she's changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Montgomery Montgomery Clift stayed here when he was filming From Here to Eternity. And he stayed in room 928, which, again, will be relevant later on. Mm-hmm. Um, that was 1952. And he ended up getting an Academy Award nomination nomination for that i cannot speak today i before we started recording natasha saw i tried to eat a lady gaga oreo to just revive myself a little bit it didn't work apparently and they're not that good so it really wasn't worth it not worth it um and then wrapping up the history of it it got a 12 million dollar facelift the hotel did not uh, not montgomery cliff um which was a confusion that happened earlier today when we first tried to do this I just, I would like to know what a $12 million facelift would look like. I feel like it's one of those people on botch that they refuse to work on because they've already done too much. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I thought that she was talking about the guy getting the facelift (laughs) for $12 million, but uh, I don't know. I feel like that could happen. I mean, I feel like people like the Kardashians have put way more than $12 million into their body, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, I would love to know what, how much money they've spent grand total wise. They're not done though. Um, and then David Hockney, I think was a part, I don't know if it was during this 1984 little zhuzh of the hotel that it did, but, um, Hockney, one of my favorite artists, he did a multi-million dollar muriel. Why can't I say that word? <laughs> a muriel. <laughs> a muriel. <laughs> a, fuck. a mural <laughs> on the bottom of the pool in the hotel, which is really cool because I, I wish I had known that because I definitely would have gone to the pool just for that reason because I... I'm a big old fan. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get into the ghosts now. The first let's one is going to be a... It. Let's crack into this. Um, the first one's going to be a girl named Caroline, and she is the one whose wardrobe is in question. Um, the first thing I read was that she's wearing jeans and a pink jacket and has her hair in a ponytail, but then I'm reading that she wears a blue dress. So does she mm. wardrobe change? Who knows? Do you get bored in the afterlife? Can you change your clothes can in the you, afterlife? Yeah, can you change your clothes in the afterlife? I mean, I that's also the like thing, no. though, is, like, we didn't know if she died there or what her deal was. I mean, I feel like she would have had to have died there because... Yeah, so the story that I have read, which is seems to be the most consistent, is that um, she and her brother were playing uh, by the pool, and their father was watching him, but he stepped away to go, like, run an errand or something. I don't know. Olden days, you could just leave your kid at a pool, I guess, and not worry about it. <laughs> Um, I mean, okay, I feel bye. like for a long time people did that. I mean, still people even leave their kids at the pool. Uh, yeah, I feel like well until like our childhoods that was a thing. Yeah, or maybe I definitely you know went what to it like the been neighborhood pool with hmm. the um with the difference between the dress or the sweater or whatever. It could have been like the dress situation, you know, like oh, <laughs> it maybe blue or white. Just, yeah, maybe the yeah nobody got a picture of it, you know. Yeah, that's so true. We're just gonna say that's the other the one of the wonders of the world what is she wearing (laughs) that dress should become one of the wonders of the world i swear to god that should blow my mind it should it was a whole debate it still does it still is that it still haunts our society it still plagues us it's white and gold it's definitely blue and black okay see here we go this is a whole whole up of the other episode arguing our yeah arguing our sides um I do think she did. So, okay. So the dad stepped away from the pool and then I believe she and her brother both drowned. So, but where's the, but I, so I don't know if he is as much of, I read something about like them seeing a little boy playing in a jacuzzi. Um, and so I think they think that that's the brother. Yeah. Maybe the brother just didn't feel like haunting people. Whereas the girl did, you know, we don't know. Or like maybe it's like the case of like the girl didn't realize she died. You know? Oh, I feel like that's a thing. Yeah, that happened in well, Charmed. What do I know? As if Wait, Charmed oh. is a historical. <laughs> it's a documentary. It is historical fiction. <laughs> yeah, if it happened in Charmed, oh, it happened I miss in Charmed so much. It, it is true. They're oh, yeah. putting season four on Hulu, by the way. Just season four. Yeah, they have. They do each like month a new one. So they just put. They just expired season three, but season four is going up soon. So hot tip. Oh, well, I didn't know about that. Damn. <laughs> whatever anyway whatever. sorry so okay. many tangents i'm the no, queen you're of tangents fine. me too that's why that's why we have a podcast together exactly not this one obviously but okay <laughs> back to caroline so apparently caroline likes to call up from the i think her room she likes to call down into the lobby but obviously no one's there so they don't know i mean you know but maybe she's a ghost child making room some calls. service maybe she's hungry i mean yeah maybe she's hungry maybe she's lonely yeah um 
And yeah, so I, I guess she and her brother are seen in the jacuzzi together, but there's no wet footprints around. So it's not like a real kid that they're seeing on the cameras, you know? So it's right. like they just disappear completely. Yeah. Um, and people who see her say that she's asking for her daddy, which is really sad. Oh, and, that is um, really sad. I know. And when she's not asking for her dad, she's asking for people to play with her, which Aww. is. But would I you know. play with her? No. Probably not. <laughs> um, probably not. I'm not going to lie to you. Sorry, Caroline. <laughs> um, may you find peace and go go to the light. <laughs> go elsewhere. You know? Go elsewhere. Actually, no. I Stay stay haunt. No. She I'm can chill, but she just can't. Soul. Yeah. Yeah. She can yeah, she can vibe, but she can't out. participate. Yeah, like go in the jacuzzi, have your time. But, but when we're trying to go in I there, mean, get don't out. Make people work harder by calling and wanting stuff from the lobby. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that's not necessary. These people work hard enough. Yeah. Um, and then there's another ghost swimmer who has been reported <laughs> to be seen. I know. Ghost they, swimmer. That pool is a hot spot. A ghost swimmer, yes. Damn. So the story goes, there were two security guards sitting in like the little room with all the cameras, and they saw someone in the pool uh, past the hours that, you know, it, that it was closed. So one of the security guards went to go be like, hey, you can't do that. And then when he got there, there was no one there. So he walkie-talkied his coworker, and I think he was looking up at the camera, like trying to get his coworker's attention, saying, like, there's no one here. And then... The guy in the room walkie-talkied back and was like, the guy is, like, like right by you. So oh, the guy geez. from the camera could see him. Yeah. But the other security guard, IRL, could not see him. Oh. So. That's crazy. That's scary. I would, I would rather not know until I got back up to the room that there was a ghost standing next to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to know in the moment. I don't want to know in the moment if I, but then yeah. again, I would be a security guard in that position, and I'd probably be a little braver than I am as myself. So. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy, though. I never thought about, like, the security guards probably get so much, so have so many more stories. Yeah, especially, like, the graveyard shift ones. Oof, yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope they're nice to the, her, though. I know. <laughs> I think this guy was a guy. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I hope they're nice to the little girl. <laughs> I don't care about the other ghosts. Yeah, fuck the other ones. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> They're going to haunt you now. I'm, <laughs> I'm never going there with you, it. Rachel. I'm never going I there with you. I do not mean it. No, I'm giving them I'm giving them voices. Okay, okay you're I'm right. I'm telling you're their right. stories. Keep telling their story. Keep telling their story. I will. Okay, so let's go on to a more famous ghost. We have Montgomery Clift, who, as I said before, uh, was living there while he was filming From Here to Eternity. Have you seen that movie? Uh, no, I have not, but I'm familiar with the concept. Wait, he is his ghost is supposed to be there? Yes. So <gasps> apparently he plays. Tight. Yeah. So apparently he plays the trumpet in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. So guests who stay in his room, which you can still obviously do, room nine twenty eight, they um they hear him pacing the hallway, like not just in in they don't just sense activity in the room, but they hear him pacing the hallway on the ninth floor, and then some people can hear him practicing the trumpet in the halls, which I, they think was like from his time that he was you know he's staying there oh. practicing for the movie he was filming. Yeah, mm, that so, makes sense. Mm. Yeah, and then maids cleaning the room have reported feeling cold brushes and feeling like someone was watching them. <gasps> I, that's and such then, a common one. Yeah, the coldness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that reminds me of my own ghost story. Should I go off on a little do side it? Tange? Do it. Okay, so one, I'm gonna do it. So I was staying with my aunt um, 
and she had this like it's the it was a pretty big house so she had like a little foyer and the staircase that comes down and um it was like nighttime it was pretty late but it wasn't middle of the night and I was like okay I'm gonna go to bed so I went up to my room it was freezing freaking cold in my room so I asked her I was like why like can I like get a heater on or like what is this she's like oh yeah that room's always cold she's like it's haunted and I was like oh okay or no no no, she didn't say that I was like what is it haunted and she was like yeah it is and yeah so apparently she has so my grandma my aunt and my cousin have all seen the same ghost but individually and they didn't know that someone else had seen it at the time that of them saying it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. Like, I they didn't know she like... existed and were looking out for it, but they all, like, have seen her. Yeah, but I feel like if you're going to go in somewhere and someone knows that there's knowledge of it being haunted, they should tell you. I know. I know. <laughs> so, okay, so the reason why the staircase was important is because I was, like, halfway down the staircase in the pitch black, and I'm fucking terrified of the dark still. Like, it's... I'm never not going to be, I don't think. No, yeah, um, for sure. So I was standing like a freaking sitting duck in the middle of the like staircase in the middle of the dark foyer like trying to holler down to her because she's still in the living room and then I ran and I jumped up on the couch very close to her and I was like okay I'm not going to bed now and I ended up sleeping in my cousin's room with her so Hmm. that's my own little my own little side note that's a good one though because it's like it's not too scary but it's also like a brush you know a brush with a ghost yeah it was like frigid cold in that room (laughs) and it was the only room in the house so yeah um, back to Montgomery Clift. Thank you um, for that tangent, so, Rachel. You're so welcome. I mean, that's what I'm here for, mm-hmm. you know, just to talk about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, Duh. and then guests, so maids have obviously felt the cold brush and then guests have also reported feeling, um, like pats from someone, but they're alone. Like someone just like touching them, Oof. which is, uh, I've never had that happen, but that sounds you. so scary. I know. Like just, oof, no, thank you. Um, so he didn't obviously die there, but I think that they it's well it's believed that he's haunting there because that was like kind of like his glory years because mm. it was because like i said he got nominated for an academy award which if you're an actor that's like a great that's like the highest accomplishment other than winning the academy yeah. award i mean especially so. back then too where like there weren't a lot of award shows and there wasn't a lot of there were, wasn't a lot of way to get yeah they weren't just handing them out to anyone yeah yeah and also it was before yeah, exactly. like the you know the fucking people's choice awards and shit like you know yeah i mean no no disrespect but right but (laughs) yeah but i know what you mean it's a more prestigious acknowledgement of your accomplishments Mm -hmm. yes um and then another celeb that's haunting there is marilyn monroe um we mentioned this well i mentioned this last time because we were talking you asked me about mirrors right Mm -hmm. i believe so um she appears, I think, mostly in the mirrors of the hotel. Um, so she, I know. So there okay, was a mirror that this used to be. This bitch is everywhere also. Like, wasn't she also she really to be is. at the chateau? Yeah. But she, you know, I don't know. She's be, she's be, wow. <laughs> Fucking amazing she be grammar. She be everywhere. Um, she's a socialite, you know? She's just the life of the party. Fellow yeah. of the ball. <laughs> What would you um, do, though, so if you saw Marilyn Monroe in the mirror? Would you be like, I look like that? Yeah. <laughs> I would just be like, oh, I look like Yeah, my makeup looks today. good today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, whoa, I kind of look like Marilyn Monroe today. Whoa. I think I would probably think it was just, like, someone off the streets trying to get people to pay them to take pictures of her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or with them. 
yeah, I would think it was an imposter. Um, <laughs> like get back, get fraud, here. and then it's just you actually Marilyn Monroe's fraud. ghost. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry, darling. Because <laughs> that's what she sounded like. It's official, of course, exactly. It's well known. Um, <laughs> so okay, so back to the mirrors. She there was a mirror apparently that was in her suite, which I believe is number twelve hundred. If y'all are interested. Ooh. It was, I think after she died, it was moved to a manager's office or something uh, like that. I was going to say, let's so do there it. Was, well, okay. I think it's back. So, okay. So an employee was one day dusting the mirror and cleaning it. And then she saw the reflection of quote unquote, a sad blonde woman. Ooh. And then when she turned around, she didn't see anyone behind her. And then when she looked back at the mirror, she could see her, her reflection again. So... I don't know if that's her own little portal. People were making sad blonde woman. I know me in 2016 (laughs) when I had my hair blonde. Um, And then I think another employee has reported seeing her and I think they moved the mirror to an elevator foyer thing. I don't know what that means, but that's what it was described as. So it's it's like like a pretty when you are walking up to the elevator from the rooms and there's like table, you know how there's sometimes just like a random like. Oh, oh yeah and like chairs in front of the elevator like to wait for if you have someone in a different room or i don't know yeah Yeah. that totally makes sense okay so guests will go and stop there they claim that they've seen her and it's a good place to take like a good mirror selfie hoping that marilyn joins you oh my god we have Um, to it is actually way smarter of them to move that mirror to a public space because it'll bring more people to the hotel you know you're not just limiting if they're not staying there Exactly. And even if they're not staying there, they can go to the bar or go to the bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. See celebrities. And see Taylor um, Lautner, who also haunts the Roosevelt. He, what if he <laughs> ends up haunting the Roosevelt when he dies? <laughs> Wait, we actually we'll have to do a Every sequel. time we talk about someone, on, a celebrity on a podcast, they die. So You're so right. We're Natasha sorry, and I Taylor have Lautner. another podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have another podcast where we just talk about bullshit. And then we talked about, it was like three people, right? Yeah. It was Avicii. Yeah. It was uh, Vern Troyer. Yes. I and it was a third. I can't remember. It was the another third. one. I want to say it was. But then they all ended up dying like really yeah. shortly after we talked about them. Yeah. So, so Taylor Lautner, you're not allowed. Protect Taylor Lautner at all costs. <laughs> Security. He's fine. Amp it up. He's Amp fine. it up. Okay. So now let's just get into other little miscellaneous ghosts. There's nothing really like nothing notable. No offense to you dead people. Nothing <laughs> notable really about these guys are just different sightings that have happened at the hotel. Uh. So, Marilyn's not the only one who appears in mirrors. Apparently, other people have been seen in mirrors, um, which is, that's scary. That's, like, some Bloody Mary shit that I don't really want. I would rather see a ghost, like, out in the open and not in a mirror. Because then mirrors you feel, feel also, extra, like, yeah. Yeah, because then it's, glass. like, you, and they're also, they're behind you. So, oh, yeah. like, if you see it, then it's behind you, which is already, like, like a predatory thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you're. Your guard's already down. Yeah. So not a big fan of that. Um, uh, other guests have reported being locked out of their rooms, but, like, the lock that, like, you have to, like, slam close and not just, like, yeah, obviously, like, a hotel door will lock automatically if it closes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, like, the ones that you have to manually, like, flop over. Mm-hmm. That's the technical term. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then a maid claims to have been pushed into a closet, which sucks because... Wait, a like maid was maid... pushed into a closet? Yeah. By who? A By ghost? A... Yeah. <gasps> wow. That's physical. Just working hard and then gets pushed into a fucking closet by a goddamn ghost. 
Yeah, I mean, I take it back. Uh, I was going to say that, you know, the worst thing would be the chill, but being pushed into a closet by a ghost, that's... Yeah, no, thank you. Way worse. Incredibly rude. Especially when someone's just trying to do their job, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not like her job is being a fucking meter maid where, you know, it's bad for the person. She's just cleaning up. Don't you think she would... would, Did she... I need to know. I need to talk to this woman because I would leave that job. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if I would. I think I would. If a ghost I would maybe request you to at work. not have to. <laughs> I would think that's kind of sick. And I would just probably just ask to not have to do that room anymore. Or like have like a mate, like a another woman or a man, no judgment, to work with me. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I guess. But still. It's kind of cool. Because be, the thing about a ghost pushing you, though, and like, okay, maybe this is going to sound insensitive, but I, I don't know if I buy that. I mean, you know what? It's her story. No, I know. And I've said this before. I don't necessarily, like, just because I'm reading it doesn't mean I believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just. Like, if a ghost pushed you at work, every time you were Mm -hmm. at work, wouldn't you just be, like, fucking freaked out that, like, you would just get knocked over by an invisible. Wait, could she see the. I don't know. I don't like it. I I would leave. I don't like it either. I don't know. Or maybe she just, like, lost her balance and took a little tumble. (laughs) every time i fall over i'm officially gonna say that a ghost pushed me fucking ghost just pushed me remember the time i fell out of your car and down the hill that is one of my favorite (laughs) that was actually not me that was a ghost pushing Uh, me a ghost pulled me back yeah down the hill yeah a couple years ago i fell on my ass on the stairs and like fucked up my butt really bad and Mm. uh it was a ghost that pushed me down 100 percent, no doubt about it oh that you know also that reminds meme. me you fell down the stairs that same night that you fell out of my <laughs> i did at the roxy at the on the rocks bar um <laughs> you, you just know? shoots and laddered plummeted well, down that a thing. disney channel star kept feeding me limoncello shots lemon drops lemon drops, lemon drops. I mean. yeah um uh, but you know that meme of jason derulo falling down the stairs at con where they're like jason derulo no. just fell down the stairs at the presidential debates but now it should be that a yeah. ghost push jason yeah. derulo down oh that's so it's good. also that not also a picture of jason me. derulo i was gonna say i don't feel like it was it's but, not um, you just reminded me of travis scott falling in autotune i don't know that one i'll send you the video later okay. it's like he's like on stage performing and obviously he has an autotune you're gonna need to add that to your mic. episode guide <laughs> i will <laughs> i will <laughs> just like ghosts and like haunted old buildings and the trap yeah. stop falling well you need oh, you know Lord. it's, it's so funny he's like huh? yeah. okay <laughs> i can't wait okay i'm sorry i'm sorry continue your continue your history <sighs> okay so and then guests have um they've heard like children playing in the hallway when there's no kids like when they look out they don't see anyone um employees will get calls from empty rooms which i think ties into the caroline mm-hmm. um and then guests have heard pianos, the not pianos, they've heard the piano being played from the Blossom Room, which is one of the banquet rooms. And then um, when they go, like when they peeked in, they saw a man wearing a white suit, like an old fashioned kind of white suit. And then when the the man noticed that he had been seen, he disappeared. So oh, little, he's like, oh, shit, I'm busted. Not supposed to be tickling these ivories. Yeah, that's kind of which sus. is a phrase that I hate. But I say it anyway. These ivories. Mind if I tickle these ivories real quick? <laughs> Imagine going on a date and like you go back to the guy's house and he says that. The only uh, <laughs> thing I want to tickle is these ivories. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, okay. Uh, and then another male apparently haunts the Blossom Room as well. Um, mm. They 
and like even if he's not seen people will feel there's like a cold patch in the room that's mm-hmm. been reported mm-hmm. so yeah so just like a lot of random i don't i don't know if they think that he was like a like someone who attended an academy award one year i don't know um also i don't know if i mentioned this but when we were talking about how marilyn monroe like seems to be like a haunting hoe and like you know goes out to all these different places yeah. um they think that maybe she stays there because it was like obviously she was very like she had a some mental illness that she was dealing with later on in her life i think i don't know oh, the whole like biography of her but um i think she must have had some childhood trauma or something um that's what they were insinuating at least but um the fact that she stayed here in the beginning of her career it was like a happy time so i think like i think there are a few reasons why i obviously again not a fucking paranormal expert here but i think like if something traumatic happens at the place for the person who died or if it's like a happy memory of the person who died something like that i think that makes think sense that's why because it's a yeah. happy thing for her yeah yeah i mean marilyn had uh, it rough and she, did. she had a yeah and obviously like her death was really really sad so I'm I'm glad that she found a place where she feels comfortable, and that place is yeah. the Roosevelt Hotel. The Roosevelt, and sometimes maybe on the weekends the Chateau. Who knows? <laughs> She's feeling crazy. Yeah. Um. Do you want to tell me your your sighting now at the Roosevelt? Oh, uh, it's not my sighting. It's Neil's sighting. Do you want to um, get Neil? Neil Nanda? Are you are you available for a sec? Okay. Um. He's he's he needs twenty seconds. Okay. Well, I'll I'll, I'll preface it by saying. When Neil and I first started dating, you know, when you're like, you first are dating, you do like all the texting and you're like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. Um, and one night, uh, especially when we first started dating, because Neil's a comedian, so he goes out a lot and like his whole job is being at things at night. So it makes it kind of hard for dating. But um, one night. Oh, he, that's so true. I never thought about that. Yeah. Because, you know, at the beginning it was like, I definitely, I still feel bad to a lot of my friends. I was like, you want to go to Neil's show? Because like also my options were like, go to a show and be by yourself or for like 90% of it of the actual show or like you know just, uh Have drag a friend friends. yeah I think um, I was one of those friends at one point you were a couple, a couple times yeah yeah um oh, I'm honored <laughs> well thank you um for not making me sit alone at comedy shows um it was my pleasure yeah <laughs> especially like before we were like together it was really weird to just be like um no i'm just yeah it. because if it's like your boyfriend then like you're fine being alone but if you're still yeah. like awkward around the person then you're gonna be even more awkward alone but with the person <laughs> in the same room you're like no like, i'm having <laughs> so much fun by myself right here you like, you go on um and when the other comics like know that i it's like neil's date I remember actually, sorry, one more tangent. On our second date, I did go to a show with with my friend Blaze, and he was there. Neil was there, and we hadn't said hi yet. And we, uh, Blaze and I, sat down at a table. It was at this like, like outdoor restaurant bar thing, and I heard, I saw Neil from like across the thing, but he hadn't seen me yet. And somebody asked him, they were like, "You brought a date here." And I heard this like whole conversation go down oh. about how uh, some of them would never bring a date um, to a comedy show. Uh, thank God he didn't. I hope didn't say yeah. anything like, "Oh man, no, she's just some bitch." Like, no, he, yeah, no, don't. He, he did say that, and we've been together he, for six years. Um, no, he no, he did not. Um, but yeah, okay. So Neil <laughs> sent me a text. That's when I knew. Yeah, that's when I knew. Um, yeah, I'm ready. I've been trying to. I've been stalling for you. She I has been, like, word-filling, like, an essay yeah. for minimum word count. When you saw the amazing actor from Twilight at the Roosevelt oh. Bowling Alley. Okay, so please tell. 
Okay, hello. Hi. I can't hear her, but um oh, I can We got go. Nil Nanda on the pod. Hey, what's up, Rachel? What up, Neil? Chillin', chillin'. Um, so I saw the amazing actor from Twilight. I was in a comedy bowling league because I'm real wow. cool like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Wow, That's wow. how I get the lady. I um <laughs> It worked. <laughs> it worked. I was uh there was like a comedy bowling league run by like Funny or Die and uh they were they were having like this event at the Roosevelt. So I went and there was this really jacked man, sexy man bowling. Ooh. Yeah, he was very hot, tan, tall, dark and handsome. Ooh, and uh he was being really weird because we were bowling against him, but he thought it'd be really funny if every time he bowled, he fell down. And so... <laughs> that we, is kind of funny. It was kind of funny. funny. It was kind of funny, but it, it got old pretty quick, and he kept yeah, doing it. Yeah, it'd be it. funny like the first couple of times. Yeah, he did it like 30 times, and everybody, and it was really loud because he's a big guy. And, yeah, it's um, a lot of muscle mass falling to the ground. A lot of muscle mass. And everyone was like, who is this guy just falling down? And then somebody was like, oh, that's Taylor Lautner. And I was like, what? And I looked over, and it was Taylor Lautner, and he thought I'd be really – he was, like, trying to impress the comedians. So he kept falling wow. down. And the whole room would, like, shake because he's a big guy. So it would be like, boom. <laughs> we'd be like, and everyone would just turn and be like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, it's a small room. And the Roosevelt is old, so like, yeah, the the floor would shake if Taylor. It's pretty fragile, yeah. Falling on it, (laughs) shake these old bones. (laughs) It was pretty weird, Um, but yeah, that was my Taylor Lautner experience. He he lost. He was really bad at bowling. (laughs) I mean, yeah, if you fall every time you try, then yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But we're talking about the Roosevelt, and it's like a really cool place, and that bowling alley is is a lot of fun. Yeah, the bowling alley is really cool. We've we've been up there a few times yeah. together. We went to like some of these like we've never stayed there though. We've never stayed there, but we went to like those comedy events that yeah. were happening there and those like comedy parties and stuff. Yeah, okay, that's cool. You. All right, you're welcome. <coughs> Bye. I'll invite you back. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. Okay. Okay. Go play your Tony Hawk. Well, well, we're about to talk about the comedy store. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll I'll bring I'll I'll bring him over. I'll let him do one round. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get to meet Taylor Lautner? Did you get to meet <clears throat> Taylor Lautner? Yeah. Yeah. Did you say was he something nice? to him? He said, just like, hi, how's it going? Was he nice? He was nice. He was nice. He was just goofy. Okay. We love goofy, nice people. Those are the yeah, best. That kind of checks out. We wish well we, for Taylor Lautner. We this do. Is a we do. Pro Taylor Lautner pod. Quick cue. Yeah. Team Jacob or Team Edward? Team Edward. No contest. Did you ever fluctuate? Because I did. No, not even a little bit. And I rode hard up for Edward. No, <laughs> Taylor Lautner. No, goodbye. I mean, oh, uh, I love your conviction. Yeah. No, it, there's no, it. there's no question. And you know, My what? I can do an entire podcast. Is how on passionate it. she gets on <laughs> Twilight. Twilight oh, is a really was, big part of who I am. So I was telling her earlier that I was listening to an old episode of a podcast that we did, and I brought up the fact that I didn't think that the twilight movies were good and um she almost like Teresa, real housewives in new jersey like flipped the table on me well you said something extremely stupid so i mean yeah i I appreciate (laughs) friends who can call me out on my bullshit yeah i can like i just it's factually wrong it's it shows a little bit of just like you just don't you're not educated (laughs) i don't i i have a lot i mean i i'm flustered 
Oh my god, I love it so much. It's my favorite. My it's my favorite characteristic about you. I think <laughs> is how passionate you are about Twilight. I still wear my Twilight shirt all the time. I know you look so good in it. Too. I wore a Twilight shirt to Coachella. I don't think it was. That is honestly well. a Luke. I appreciate it. <laughs> it wasn't, but thank you. <laughs> you know what I do want to say though about the Roosevelt. My last little thing is that the Roosevelt is one of the best places at least in like the early 2000s and into the 2010s for celebrity paparazzi videos, like wasted celebrity paparazzi videos because they all went to that bar. And then that street that's like down the side of the Roosevelt um, paparazzi, like pop candy or pop crush. um, Those YouTube channels that used to just like wait out in stock would have the best content like um, Adriana or uh, the one from the Hills. Um, Audrina. Audrina. She has some great videos from there. Um, And then the best one is Alexis Nyers from Pretty Wild. Oh, Oh, yeah. She and Tess have like, they used to go there all the time and they were just black tar heroin talking to the paparazzi. So fucked up. And if you search like, I don't know, I'll I'll send you a link so you can use it in the in the guide. But it's it's a great aspect of the Roosevelt Hotel. I told you I know that Tess girl, right? Yes, insane. So wild. I never, like, I would have never... I would say it's pretty wild. What'd you say? (laughs) You said it's so wild. I would say that it's pretty wild. Oh, it is pretty (laughs) wild. You're right. Wow, I totally (laughs) missed that opportunity. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, The personality that I saw, like, when I, like, met her, because she was dating my friend in high school's brother, so when I'd sleep over, I'd see her there. Um, I never would have guessed that she was... (laughs) black tar heroin kind of gal so hmm, well, we all have good. our secrets don't we <laughs> don't we yes um speaking of secrets let's use this as a segue to talk about the comedy store let's which, do it like like i said before i had no idea that it was so like it's pretty poppin with the ghostly encounters yeah i didn't know that either yeah so i am gonna do another history on this but the history is i feel like the important to the ghost story because i think a lot of the ghosts are from what it used to be um, you should have lane's mom do an episode with you she has her name on the comedy store does she really mm-hmm. she pro- and she's that's so she cool. was going there a long time ago but she has some good stories oh i bet oh yeah i bet she has some yeah of like family favorites i'm sure she's probably seen them do cocaine yeah oh, um, for sure <laughs> for sure um so it was built by William Wilkerson in the late 30s, um, and it used to be a fancy kind of like ritzy nightclub called Suro. Oh, I feel like I'm going to say this wrong, but Suro's, like C-I-R-O. How would you say that? C-I-R-O. Um, Suro's? Suro. Yeah. Sur- so it was that. We're just going to call it. Yeah, we're, I'm not going to. I'm going to try to not say that name anymore. <laughs> um, and at the time, <laughs> at the time, the Sunset Strip wasn't under the jurisdiction of the city of Los Angeles, which actually that... It, since ni- 1870 up until 1984, it wasn't a part of the jurisdiction of L.A., so it kind of opened up the – is like a free-for-all kind of thing. So mm. um, a lot of mobsters started to frequent that area because mm. they could kind of slip under the radar. So there was a lot of, like, alcohol during the prohibition, gambling, prostitution. Like, a lot of that was going on on the Sunset Strip back in the day. Um, I'm sure it still fucking is, but – Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think so, dude. I think it's pretty pure now. Yeah. Um, and then, so there was this mob boss named Mickey Cohen. He ran a brothel next to the club in the um, between the 20s and the 50s. 
And uh, he demanded a cut of the club's profits as well as the use of the office space. And I guess that the owner couldn't really say no to that. He made him an offer he couldn't refuse, so mm-hmm. to speak. So Cohen ended up using the office, obviously, for um, like his quote-unquote businesses. And then <laughs> he used the basement. By the way, there's three levels. Basements aren't common in Los Angeles. Have you ever been to the basement of the comedy store? I have not, but I'll give you my opinion on the comedy store at another time. Okay. Well, I mean okay. today, but when you're done. <laughs> okay, thank you. So um, LA, obviously, if you're not from there, very prone to earthquakes, blah, blah, blah. So that means a lot of our buildings don't have basements because obviously just, you know, shifting plates don't really facilitate a great environment for a basement. <laughs> so I don't know if I was going to say ask or ask you if it was a part of like, you know how they say it's a basement, but really it's just the house oh. is on a hill and it's Neil a downstairs thing. Um, Neil, the basement, have you been to the basement of the comedy store? He has been there. Is it... What is down there? Is it, like, actually underground? It's a bunch of, like, memorabilia and pictures and stuff. There's no shows that go on there? They do podcasting there. Um, okay. But is it... a ta- what, did, what was your question, Rachel? Is it, like, actually underground or is it just, like, on a hill where... Is it actually underground or is it, like, on a hill? It's underground. Okay, that's interesting. That alone is cool to me because... No, I do. No, Neil's saying, do I? Do we know this? No, that's what we need you for. Okay, he's coming in a second. He's finishing up. Around. Okay, he's coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, history lesson um, from Neil, who actually knows what he's talking about. I've been to the comedy store like twice, so I'm probably not the. Here we go. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so allegedly, there was like uh, a lot of crime, and uh, there were there were like mob ties at the comedy store, and yeah. there is a shoot. Like for the trash, and apparently the mob would like stuff bodies down there. Yeah, and I was gonna say that I know that the basement was used to like kill and torture and like punish people who crossed the mob, basically. Right. So there was a lot of mob ties to the comedy store. So the basement, and there was like a shoot. There's a shoot where they would throw bodies down, and like so. Um, yeah, basically there was a lot of mob activity back in like the 80s, yeah. I believe. Oh yeah, no worries. Um, so oh, yeah, well, that's no, I, I was saying through like the thirties and the fifties. I didn't know it was, I didn't read anything about the eighties. I think maybe, I, I don't know how long it went on, but, uh, it was, uh, apparently I, mean, I definitely believe, I believe the eighties seemed like a big, like coked up mob time Yeah, on, in Hollywood. Sure. So that I believe that for sure. So there was, there was uh, some theory that it was that the comedy store in general was just a front for the mob. Yeah, Um, because they didn't make money for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it was apparently just like laundering for the mob. And then they would do their business in the basement. And there's an upstairs area as well, an office where Mm -hmm. apparently some some uh, bad stuff went down and some people got killed. And so the uh, yeah, the comedy store, it's if you've been there, I think I've you've been there to see. I think I've been there to see you, but I think I was a little drunk yeah (laughs) i don't remember the specifics of that night (laughs) yeah yeah. i wonder though like do they embrace it the people at the comedy store like that history do they does it get brought up it gets brought up i mean people talk about it but it's not like i mean it's pretty well known Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but you guys remember like there is a haunted vibe at the comedy store yeah i can yeah i do remember it yeah there's like a kind of 
like a darkness about it i would say i feel like that ho- the whole strip kind of has that though you know it like, really does you kind of just feel and the light though like decor and the way that things just those buildings are so and not the newer ones i mean like not like the mondrian or anything but like a lot of those buildings that have been around for a long time have that vibe because i feel like that's what we've been talking about about like the chateau and i would say the mm-hmm. same for even the sunset tower and yeah. the comedy store and and even before it was r.i.p the house of blues um oh i miss it they all kind of have like a a haunty vibe yeah i think there's a lot of desperation that happened in these places desperation and intoxication never yeah for sure never a good combination wow there was a lot of shuns in that sentence (laughs) (laughs) Um, have you ever like sorry have you ever seen anything spooky happen at the comedy store no i've never seen anything spooky happen he's always been too drunk to notice i've I've, yeah that's so true i feel like your facilities are off when you were there (laughs) i'm quite inebriated i had been imbibing quite a bit last time i was there (laughs) vibing too heavily vibing too heavily uh, but I, I definitely, you know, I've been in that basement and it's, I mean, it's just creepy. Everything is just really creepy. I did do a podcast there during the day, so it wasn't super weird, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, whenever I'm there at night, there's definitely a weird haunted vibe, but yeah, you know, I didn't never realize how you, I wouldn't think that like one of the, like to me, I feel like, yeah, I've researched like the Chateau and I've researched obviously the Roosevelt but I feel like there were more like actual ghostly things that I've read about at the comedy store, which is I wouldn't expect it because it's, it's a fucking comedy store. You know what yeah, I mean? You know, I, uh, I do. I'm friends with a lot of people that work there and I have Ooh. heard rumblings of people seeing things and hearing things and talking to people that weren't there, et cetera, et cetera. <gasps> if you want, I could reach out to somebody and oh my uh, God, try please to get them do. On. Yeah, yeah, or even sure. if they like, if they don't want to be on, if they want to just like write a like t- like write me what happened and I can read it, that'd be so cool. I'm sure yeah, want to be on. I'm sure they'd want to be on their community. No, I would love that. I just don't want to ever assume anyone wants to be on my podcast. Yeah, don't worry, they want to do it. <laughs> they want to do it. Love it. All right, cool. That's okay. all I know. Good love luck. it. Okay, well, thank you, Neil. <laughs> thank you to my correspondent. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'll just say That's- I. As a as a comedy fan, I just don't love the comedy store because, just, I mean, and also this lends to the vibe of it, the haunted vibe, but I just feel like it's a little, um, like, if you're not Joe Rogan or Sarah Silverman, they don't really care about you, but, you know, it, yeah. it's, it, that's all right. Yeah, um, that kind of, that I will touch on that in a little bit when I go over the the ghosts and a little bit of the history also. The ghosts um, of Joe Rogan? you're right (laughs) yeah we're we're uh that's so ravening right now into the future (laughs) he would joe rogan is absolutely gonna haunt the comedy store i guess that's if you can if you're a ghost and you can pick that is where joe rogan will haunt yeah i believe that 100 100 (laughs) so okay as neil said the basement was used as like the i didn't know about the the laundry shoot though that's that's pretty cool. I mean, it's obviously not cool. It's but it's sad, but it's cool now. An though interesting tidbit. Yeah, these people are long gone. They'd be dead whether or not they got murdered by the mob now. Um, just kidding. That's not. <laughs> I don't mean that. I don't mean it. Um, but in addition to like mob like punishings punishments, the basement was also an abortion clinic. Whoa. Yeah, it was like for like mob connections. Um, I think the quote unquote. Ab- like doctor that worked down there was a another quote unquote employee of 
Mickey Cohen, the mob boss. Um, so it was used like, for the showgirls. But again, this is before it was a comedy store. Um, the showgirls for the club, sex workers, and the girlfriends of the mob. So, but I also read that these abortions that happened there were not um, of the woman's choice, and they were kind of forced upon them. Oh, which is okay. I see. super dark and fucked up. Yeah, um, but of the and, time. Yeah. It, which i mean yeah thank god that's i mean i say thank god it's not like that anymore but it's very much it reproductive rights are in question <laughs> um so um one woman died after getting an abortion and the apparently the, the okay i've heard mixed things about this excuse me can I you be quiet please i'm trying to talk sorry <laughs> i'm just kidding bless you <laughs> i'm just kidding okay, sorry tell me about um, this woman Okay, so like red mixing. So one of the things was that she was a girlfriend of the like one of the mobsters there. So this next part that I'm about to say doesn't make sense. So okay, the doctor who had performed the abortion that killed this woman apparently was so embarrassed that this happened and ashamed that she killed the woman's boyfriend. But I don't think I believe that if he was a mobster. So you know what I mean? Because like you mm-hmm. don't fuck with them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So like she would have then been killed because of that. So I don't know yeah. if I don't know if there were two deaths or if that was just um, an added little supplemental lie to the hmm. story, you know? Yes. Interesting. Okay. And then in the 60s uh, through the mid 70s, the club became a music venue. And I actually I found out the birds were discovered here. The band The Birds, which I think is really cool. I had oh, no idea. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And then April 10th, 1972, Sammy and Mitzi Shore, they I think they began um their endeavor into the comedy store by renting a room there and turning it into a comedy like a place for comedians to come and do their thing mm-hmm. and then they got divorced and in 1976 i think i want to say it was mitzi the wife was able to buy the buy the building hmm. and then as neil was saying or actually as you were saying i don't think that it was you right i mean this was just five minutes ago but you were saying that they don't unless you're like a a-list person yeah they don't really me. treat you with the most respect. Yes. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> I'm in a blur. I told you my brain is mush today. <laughs> so there was a strike that the comedians led because uh, even though Neil said they weren't making money, which is true, but once they started making money, they still weren't paying the comedians. Um, mm. So they striked. They went on strike because obviously that's not fair. And what year was this? Fr- or what, what like um, era was this? I believe it was the 70s, like okay. late 70s, early 80s, I want to say. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Actually, yeah, I think it was like 79, 1979. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of Mitzi's friends, uh, Steve, I'm going to probably say this name wrong, Steve Lubitkin, Lubitkin, it's okay. Lube T-kin is his name. <laughs> Steve um, Lube. Steve Lube. He was one of the people on strike. And then once everything settled down, Mitzi obviously didn't let him perform there anymore because she felt betrayed by him. Mm. And then I think he felt... Like his, um, like his chances at becoming successful were over. So he jumped from the 14th floor of the, um, the Hyatt house or the Continental Hyatt house next door to the comedy store. Is that where like the, um, it's the, as, as something now, the, um, no, the, uh, hold on. I'm going to look it up. It's uh, why can I never remember this name? There's the Mondrian across the street. And then Mm -hmm. right next to the comedy store is now the, it's a Hyatt? Oh, but I thought it was called something else. 
It probably honestly. Oh, it it's the Andaz. That it used to be a high. Um, the Andaz. What Andaz? West Hollywood. Andaz. Andaz. It's like a really like. It's so annoying. It's like a trendy. But like for example, that's where they film the one of the scenes in Vanderpump Rules where they're all doing a pool party. So it's like oh, not a cool okay. vibe. It's like, it's like, L.A. transplant instagram yeah oh i know exactly i know exactly the vibe you're talking about (laughs) so that would have been the building yeah so he jumped from the 14th floor of that building and then he was aiming for the roof of the comedy store but he (gasps) ended up i know so he ended up landing on the driveway um and then he had a suicide note and i don't know if it said more than this but it did say i used uh like my name is steve lubitkin i used to work at the comedy store and that was like wow he was yeah. really trying to haunt that place yeah he was yeah he was going out with wow. vengeance which is it's really sad but it's also like yeah not chill yeah um mm. so he's one of the ghosts that's said to be haunted haunting the area um not the area the building mm-hmm. i don't know if there's anything really specific or if people are just assuming he's one of them because most of the things most of the hauntings that I've read about, um, they seem to be happening. They seem to be like from like when it had the mob ties back okay. in the day. But I think if anything, he's just like a little jokester that likes to like kind of just harmlessly prank the people who are there. So I think that's kind of the extent of his, his well, hauntings nice of if him. he's there. Yeah. That's good. And then, so <clears throat> do you know who uh, Blake Clark is? The actor? No. So he he plays Slink in um, Toy Story. You would you would know his face. He also played. I think he played Sean Hunter's dad in Boy Meets World. Um, oh, then I would know his face absolutely. Yeah. So he used to work there as a security guard before he like climbed up the comedian ladder. And then another man named um, what was his name? Gainer is his last name. What is his name? Joey Gainer. That's what it is. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily recognize this person, but apparently. He had some success later on, too. But they both worked as uh, security guards back in the day. And they there are a few stories of theirs. One day that they um, they were walking away from a room that they were closing. And then they came back, like, just... They just walked away for a minute, and they came back, and they found ten chairs stacked onto themselves. Which, Ooh. to me, kind of sounds like a helpful ghost, you know? <laughs> or like a ghost have, that's like, I, no audience here, go away. Yeah, like, we are closed for business. Get the yeah. hell out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And then another security guard, they, I mean, I don't think it was these guys specifically, but one of the security guards uh, saw a chair on the stage sliding 20 feet on its own, which is like, oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's, that's a not lot. Just that's like not a just scoot. the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then waitresses will set the table and then they'll uh, leave and they'll come back and the table will be unset. And I think this this happens, like, when it's closed, so they're the only ones mm-hmm. really in the building. It's not like, Ooh. oh, yeah, a guest came and used it. Um, huh. Yeah. And then one day, Blake, so Sean Hunter, my love of my life's dad, <laughs> was playing video games on duty, and he felt someone watching him. And then from the corner of his eye, he, could, he like, could peripherally see a man in a World, World War II, like, brown leather bomber jacket. And oh. then, okay, I need to, I mean, I obviously, like... I would like to know if this guy could, Mr. Blake Clark, what's his name? Yeah, if he could ever verify that he mm. actually saw these things because he's he seems to be one of the witnesses for a lot of these stories. Um, is he still alive? <clears throat> I think he is. I hope Does he, he have is. An Instagram, you should DM him. Oh my God, just slide <laughs> Use into the his Marissa DMs. method. He just... Hey, hi, handsome. I know. 
Oh my god, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Just just <clears throat> yes, hit him with a high handsome and then be like, will you be on my podcast? High handsome. Oh my god, that just flashed me back. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he sees this man from his peripheral, and then when he like goes to face him straight on, he like could see through him, and then he really quickly disappeared. Ooh. Um. Yeah, and then the same man was seen earlier on by a different employee of the building, and um, he apparently was, like, crouched in the corner scared. Um, so they mm. think that he was maybe one of the people murdered by the mob in that, that office. Yeah. Oof. And then a woman can be heard moaning and crying from the showrooms in the basement. So I th- And the basement, not in the basement. So I think th- they think that that's a woman who died of the abortion, like, from the complications oh, of the abortion. That makes I know. sense. And then apparently there's a ghost named Gus. And he <laughs> Gus the was ghost. Gus the ghost. Apparently he was like one of Mickey Cohen's like enforcers, quote unquote. Like kind of like a bounty. I don't know if he was like doing the killing dirty work or if he was just making sure everything was in order up in the up in the club. Mm. Um, but in the club. <laughs> but he's seen wearing like a nice dress suit and a fedora. Apparently, the the vice president of the comedy store was one of the people who has seen this. Oh. And he was sitting in his office, and another person that shared that, like, same office area with him, they saw someone, like, walking and, like, kind of checking. it. Like, they felt like they were being checked on by, like, like a boss, mm. you know, kind of check on. That's kind of and then like they... a pussy aspect of the ghosts, though. They always, like, they're, like, out of the corner of your eye, and then when you turn, they leave. I know. Yeah. So, okay. So this, the ghost, they left the building and then they went into a different office. And so, um, the two people in the first room, they followed to see, and the, um, the person in the other office said that they hadn't, they didn't see anyone walk in. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Ghosts always, ghosts be doing that. They do be doing that. Um, (laughs) did Neil say something about a Ouija board? Yeah. Um, didn't I tell you this on the last one? Oh, I didn't, huh? I don't know if oh, you did. Yeah. We talked about it on Quarter Life Crisis, for sure. Yeah. Um, he just, he can't hear you, so he's just, like, saying things. Um, but, so it has nothing to do with what you were saying, which was all really interesting. And I can't believe I didn't know all that stuff about the comedy store. Um, There's more. But, yeah, we we do have a, yeah, so I'll, I'll let you, please finish, and then I'll tell you. Oh, no, you can say it whatever you want story. i wasn't saying that like shut the fuck up there's more no no i want to hear it um it's a really okay. quick one basically just we did a ouija board at, um my mom rented this house while her house was uh, under construction and uh it was in like the summit um community up on like cold water above cold water and uh so i think that it's been around for a while um and we did the ouija board there my cousins were doing it and when we walked in to the room I don't know. Neil didn't really want to fuck with it. And like, I was kind of into it, but didn't love it. The idea. Yeah. But then, so we left the room. Oh, he's saying I didn't tell the best. What's the best part? The dog. Oh, okay. Okay. Then you need to do it. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm doing a bad job. Okay. Neil's coming to tell the story better. <laughs> Let a man come and say it the right way. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> So, um, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, I didn't want to fuck with this Ouija board. Her cousins were doing it. Uh, they were what, 16 and like 12 and 16 at the time. And they had a Ouija board and I was like, Hey, I don't, I don't fuck with that. And they were like, we do. And, um, pussy. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite a pussy when it comes to that stuff. And, uh, so we kept playing with, 
so we started playing with it, and um, they're like, hey, is there somebody here? And um, it spelled out like yes, or it said yes, and then we were like, what's your name? And it spelled out James. And James? we were like, yeah, James, which is like a normal name, but I'm like, all right, these girls are manipulating the Ouija board. Yeah. yeah so yeah. me being Indian, I was like, all right, let's try it and see if these girls can do quick math. Right? <laughs> so I was like, yo, James, how old were you when you died? And uh, he said 15. I was like, okay. Uh-huh. And then I was like, when, what year did you die? It said 1989. And I was like, okay. What year were you born? And then it said uh, 1974, which is 15 years yeah. before. There's absolutely no way my cousins could have done that math. Yeah. So her <laughs> that cousins, is so insulting, Natasha. <laughs> yeah. So I gave these kids like a, uh, an SAT math test real quick. I love it. And uh, I was like, there's no way they could have done it that fast. Cause yeah. So like, I was y'all like, ain't okay, that smart. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. And unless they like had a tutor with them or something, but, um, I was off that day. So <laughs> I, um, you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm starting to believe this and I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to fuck with it anymore. And the, the purse, the spirit or whatever kept James kept being like, I want to go or I got to go, you know, how, like it does Ugh. the like, yeah, buy G2G. Thing. yeah, yeah, GTG. <gasps> yeah. It's, it's, he like texted us and he was like, BRB. <laughs> And, mom needs um, a computer i have to go yeah exactly mom needs a computer exactly he has an aim um yeah. but uh so yeah the james guy he kept leaving and i was like we should probably shouldn't fuck with this anymore because clearly this spirit yeah like if this thing wants to go then let him go yeah let it go so then the girls were like no we want to keep fucking with it and ruin your life <laughs> and i was like all right sure and then they kept playing with it. I was out. I'm not playing with it anymore because it was yeah. like, I got to go. I don't even really believe in that shit, but I also believe in not fucking with that shit. So yeah, I definitely. just, was, I wasn't, I wasn't about that life. So no. I, it, they kept playing with it. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, is there someone here? And I was like, yes. And I was like, is this a boy or a girl? And it was like a girl. And they're like, what's your name? And it said Z-A-Z-A, right? Uh-huh. Zaza which is, mm-hmm. like, real weird. And then yeah. um, it kept, like... yeah, you know, just like, like Zsa Gabor. Yeah, Zsa like- Gabor joined the chat. <laughs> and uh, so it was it was really strange. And we, like, you know, and then, like, um, it, it kept, like, they kept asking it questions. And it did the same thing. It was, like, I got to go. BRB or whatever. Put up its away message. Yeah. And um, it, it kept dipping. And then yeah. her dog, one of her big dogs, just came in the room and started barking at nothing just Ugh. came in the room dogs know. Bo- and we were freaking out like the wall. yeah like it was no- nothing it wasn't was even the wall it was just like just at nothing and so yeah, we no. all freaked out we ran out of the room we were like we're all pussies so we yeah, all freaked yeah. out we ran out of the room closed the door then the dog kept barking we we're like oh shit what's going on we should go get the dog we went out to get the dog the dog somehow locked itself in the room what in the room like, that you guys were doing it in? Yes. We did not have a key oh, for this. Oh, my God. Like we had no way. We did, had, didn't even know we could lock it from the inside. Yeah, you need a, you need oh opposable thumbs to lock the door. <laughs> yeah. And the oh, my God. Opposable thumbs. That's so and scary. And he somehow locked himself. They had to go find a key somewhere and unlock the door because the dog Poor somehow puppy. locked itself in the room. Aww. So we did. I did some Googling, and I was like, what the fuck is this Zaza? Apparently, yeah. Zaza is a demon. Oh, and no. It, 
it shows up like specifically on Ouija boards, and it's the daughter of Pazuzu. So it said Ooh. it was a girl. Oh god, I have and, the chills. Yeah, so it was apparently like a devilish thing, and everybody was like, "Yo, if Zaza shows up on your Ouija board, burn it." And oh my god! Never use it again, and like sage yourself. So we sage. We oh my went, god! Oh, I have the saged. chills right now. So there was like a penny that we found. Oh that right. Had one of, yeah. Yeah. So then at, at the end of the, the we were leaving, and her cousin sees a penny on the floor, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, cool, a penny." And then the penny said 1989, <gasps> the, like the year, the year oh, that. Oh, I just got the chills again. James died. And I was like, that's just a coincidence. And she's like, no, it's like a spirit leaving something. Yeah, no, I heard that. I heard that pennies are a thing. Yeah, yeah I heard apparent- that yeah, coins. Apparently I they think do. pennies specifically are a thing. <gasps> oh, my God. I have the full body chills right now. I like I remember you guys tell me when it happened and then I like forgot the details. Ooh. Yeah, the dog. Situation and I don't remember the, the penny thing part. and I don't remember the dog being locked in. That is the oh dog God. thing was. The craziest part to me, the dog, like, because oh I think dogs God. have a sense of. of yeah, I think things. dogs and children are definitely like they know. Yeah, it was crazy. They know for sure. Um, yeah, that, my aunt had another house. That's really, oh, that's really scary. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you, Neil Nanda. Um, quick side note: my mom, mm-hmm. or not my mom, my aunt had another house, different aunt. Um, she ended up selling this house because it was so fucking haunted. But um, the dogs that would come visit would run downstairs into the basement and just start barking down this hallway. And, like, this hallway was, like, a corridor, and it had just, like, a bunch of bedrooms on it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, they like, any animal that came, they would just come down and bark. And then my um, when my mom and I came to visit – this is in Salt Lake City. So when my mom came from L.A. to visit for my aunt's wedding, my other aunt was also in town um, – the my mom said she could my mom's like not my mom doesn't like she could like take or leave ghost stuff she doesn't like (laughs) not believe in it but she doesn't she's it doesn't like do anything for her but Mm -hmm. she could like hear like wire hangers like moving on the curtain like the hanger like the rods in the closet Ooh, yeah and then sounds like a bad noise it sounds horrible like nails on a chalkboard um and then my other aunt could hear it sounded like there was like a party like happening in another mm-hmm. room, but obviously there there wasn't one. So that's also my like an episode of Charmed. House. Oh, stop it. I want to watch Charmed, you biatch. Sorry. You <laughs> batch. Okay. Well, thank you for letting us go on that tangent. Um, please continue your comedy store history. Do you like how I went on a tangent on your tangent? Um, love it. <laughs> loves it. Okay. So then we're going to go back to, I think it's going to be Blake Clark again um let me catch where i am that's such a like bro name it doesn't sound like i'm blake clark timey name like blake clark i know i know he plays lacrosse okay speaking of <laughs> what'd you say he plays lacrosse <laughs> yeah he definitely sounds like a lacrosse or like a water yeah. polo kind of guy <laughs> yeah okay sorry continue <laughs> okay uh, so then this there's not really a lot on these guys, but apparently three men in um, 40s type suits are seen in showrooms, which, again, I think mm. they're mob related. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if they were just like patrons or what, but obviously they're from a different time. And then I guess we'll finish with this one because I think this is like the scariest one. Ooh. And it is from our, our good old friend Blake, Cro- Blake, <laughs> our good friend Blake Clark. Um, and that gainer dude who allegedly is famous, but I don't know who he is. <laughs> Watch me do not more research and realize <laughs> not that fucking famous. I'm going to probably like, find out he's in like all of my favorite movies, but, um, yeah. <laughs> then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take the L on that. 
<laughs> so apparently they were working and it was like 3 a.m. and they heard a, like a kind of like a low growl coming from the basement, but not mm-hmm. like an animal growl. It oh. just like a, yeah, like a weird, like dark, ominous growl. Ooh. So they went down to investigate it. And then when they did the padlock to the gate that they, that they saw it, like the, no, the padlocked gate was being it looked like it was being pushed out from the inside. Like, does that make sense? Like, um, picture like a gate with that's like chained shut, and then it's kind of a at gate an angle for like a gate to let people into like the back. I don't know if it was like a gated off part of the basement. Or oh, okay. What. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, so there was a yeah, padlock on the gate. Yeah, and then like it was being pushed. It's it was at an angle where it looked like it was being pushed out from the inside. Like oh, someone was trying to get out. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh. I know it's hard to it's hard to phrase that. So you well, I guess I guess I just it. didn't realize I wasn't thinking of the right lock. I was thinking of like a, I don't know. I wasn't thinking of a padlock. But yeah, when you now that I know what a padlock is, um, yeah. that makes sense. Ooh, that's creepy. Um, I know. And then they suddenly like saw like a black figure, and mm-hmm. then it disappeared, and the um the pat like the gate snapped back into place, like the tension was gone. And then that's uh a piece of cardboard fell on Blake Clark's hand and then when he picked it up it had his name on it and oh uh, yeah that's and like so a they horrible ran. like like David Blaine trick <laughs> yeah I know like check your card yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then they ran and then they like to a different room and they saw this same like dark figure apparently it was like seven feet tall apparently it was like huddled into a corner of a different area oh and gosh. then um I know and then after that uh, Clark decided that he was never going down into that basement again, which I, I wouldn't either. Cause, cause to me that like, that feels demonic. You know what that I mean? That also reminds me of, well, uh, not exactly demonic, but that reminds me of, um, Bethany from Real Housewives of New York when her, oh, her. boyfriend died. And then she was like in the hotel and she said that she woke up to a handwritten note and it like said something that oh, only yeah. had ever said to her. Yeah. Because I was going to say, do ghosts, can ghosts write? But apparently they can, if you I guess they Bethany. can. I know. Wow, I feel like, wow. should I get her on the podcast? Yes, ask her. Bethany Frankel, <laughs> will you be on? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll drink skinny girl margs and She doesn't you know, have a lot to do, dude. Ghosts. I know, she's not busy at all. She mm-hmm. sold her billion dollar company, so. Oh, then she has so much time on her hands. Mm-hmm. Honey, if you're listening, hit me up. I'd love to talk. <laughs> Would love we'll to get you on her. the pod. Yes, she'll see it for sure. <laughs> um, and then that pretty much concludes the comedy store. But like, I hadn't. Would you have guessed that it had? I didn't. I didn't know it had. No, such a I dark had no past. idea. I mean, I guess it makes sense. I just hadn't really thought about it. But like, I know that yeah, like dark I've... things happen in Hollywood, but I didn't think that people were like actually murdered by the mob in like a place that it that we didn't like. I feel like if that happened, we w- it would have been something that we knew about when we had gone to that place. You know what I mean? yeah i feel like, like it's I like a secret thought history. about it too much because like if they do th- like if i were to sit down and think about where that kind of stuff would have happened like where else you know <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah and also just i mean the comedy store a hotel is one thing but like it's the comedy store you know like it's for comedy yeah so you don't think yeah. about they don't call it the the ghost store they don't call it yeah the <laughs> get murdered by really the mom store is. <laughs> um but yeah i wouldn't have thought that but that, I mean, yeah. it makes sense and it's cool to know. I know. And it kind of makes it more exciting because it's less expected yeah, of the place. Totally. You know? Totally. You should do the House oh. of Blues. I wonder if anything sketchy happened there. I should. I know. I kind of like, I'm because Make your we way live through in LA. All those sunset I know. Places. I was going to say, 
uh, because of like we live in LA, it would be interesting because these are places that we can go to so quickly and just yeah. like well, I mean not the House of Blues anymore because it's R.I.P. But yeah, um, also pandemic might put a damper on things. But you know what I mean? Like it's places we've been to a yes. lot and yeah. we can go to again soon, hopefully. Yes. Um, but yeah, well, thank you for hanging in there and literally. Oh my god, an no, this is cool. Endeavor. I learned so much. I actually had I didn't know. I mean, starting from like not knowing who the Roosevelt was named after yeah. to <laughs> the shoots at the comedy store. I think this has been a really educational journey. Well, I am so glad. Thank you for joining me on this because I was I was educated as well, and it's it's no, so you had interesting. A lot of cool research. Well, thank you. Yay. Uh, okay. Thank well, you. thanks for having me back. I'm happy to come of back course. literally anytime. I love to yes, talk. Yes, I will definitely phone a friend. I'll do, I definitely want to do more Hollywood places. So I will definitely Let's do it. I'm going to think of some too. Yes, please do. Cause I like, I love researching this. Like it was really, it feeds the soul. Let's do it. That was lame. It doesn't feed the soul, but it really, it fills the boredom. So yeah. I mean, filling <laughs> um, the boredom is feeding the soul these days. That is true, because it's really all we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like thank you, Neil, for me. I will. Rachel says, <laughs> "Ghost thank stories you, for the soul." He says, "Of course." And tell him to have his friends HMU about yeah, their I'll stories. Make, I'll make him send those comedy store people uh, a text okay. or an email. I appreciate it. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much. Uh, You're welcome. Like, like review, subscribe. You know. You know the. You know that old that old chestnut. You know the vibes. Um, <laughs> all right the well subscribe no sorry that didn't the work. subscribe oh you know you're the tra- fucking scribe oh there you, know. you go you know the fucking scribe <laughs> thank you so- oh thank you so much that's my new tagline yeah copyright ending every single yeah you got to just have a, a like a soundbite of you going you know the fucking scribe <laughs> if you do that i would love it i'll give you some of my my revenue <laughs> i don't have no just from a f- two second clip exactly. no you can have it dude you can have that oh you're such a good friend <laughs> well, and with that, goodbye. Thank you very goodbye. much. Goodbye. Bye.